Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's brought to you along with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Dan, Michael and Rob here with the weekly show. Before we shamelessly hawk off our stuff at you, we should mention that Levi's do remote appointments for you now so you can use them no matter where you are in the country. Take advantage of the 10% discount. Some of the services they do, Michael? Well, the conveyance in the wills of probate, obviously my favourites, but they also do uh, commercial stuff, commercial dispute resolution. I'm not reading it or anything. Uh, licensing, professional negligence, all sorts of legal stuff. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Tell you what, if you're watching on the YouTube version, mm-hmm. look, you're looking dapper there. Look at that nice hat you've got on. It's That's got... me drinking from a uh, Willie Nonto mug. Which is out of focus. It's right going to get there. There we go. Boom. There it is on the, if you're watching the video. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, these are back in stock. As are these hats. They fit big heads too. That's why I put one on. I thought there was something different about you. I couldn't quite work it out. <laughs> Proof of concept. I'm gonna. There's going to be a big reveal in a minute where I've, I think you see I've been to Turkey within the last few days as well. I'm coming back with a majestic head of hair. What's nice about that hat is you've left the tag on so we can sell it. Correct. So yeah. if, you, if you get the lucky dip hat, you get a bit of Michael's DNA oh. for free. Although, mind you, we have told you about depositing your DNA and all the other stuff. <laughs> it's not all mine. No. Some, we all we, we spread out the... Um, the load. The load, so oh, to speak. Terrible. Christ alive. No, they're, they're generally pretty clean. Yeah, if you want to get the, the non-so mugs or the, or the uh, other hats. One thing I've realised, they don't... With headphones, it's kind of weird as a bobble because it sticks in the middle. Mm. Although, given... I'm wearing a woolly hat inside. I could just go for the one ear like I'm a shit DJ. I think you look great, mate. I wouldn't worry Why about did it. you look at me when you said shit DJ then? <laughs> no reason, Dan. No reason at all. I'm retired from that game now anyway. After Ben Fry, bested you. <laughs> I mean, you have been DJing for us this afternoon. Yeah, we've been listening to some 80s power ballads and uh, and some 90s handbag house, which was all fun, but none of it relevant to this show. Uh, we talk about Leeds United. Part one of the show is, uh, is news, isn't it? Javi Gracia is our new manager at the time of recording still isn't officially because those uh, those chumps at the home office are not letting him in yet or whatever can't get tomatoes you can't get a manager you know there you go shambles so um, you don't necessarily need to hear from us me and Michael we've kind of covered this off on the Phil Hayes show that's out towards the back end of this week so we'll turn to you Rob and your reflections on what it has been like as a week in your experience as a Leeds United fan it feels now I guess work permit permitting a bit of a relief I think reading about Javi Gracia one of the descriptions one of his former players said about him is that he's very normal as a guy. And I think it strikes me as quite a normal appointment. And I like that about it. Mm. It's, um, you know, until the end of the season, a guy with lots of experience, you know, as much as I love Scoobs, they were kind of bigging him up saying, well, he's got 10 years experience coaching in high schools and as a futsal coach and in some professional academies. But you look at Javi Gracia and he's got 20 years experience of coaching professionally. And that ranges from third tier in Greece to La Liga and the Premier League and yeah he's kind of experienced a lot he's um I'm intrigued by those years in Spain before he ended up at Watford is this the Malaga Valencia Malaga more Osasuna and Malaga because Osasuna he was relegated with from La Liga and they were his boyhood club and um that's interesting because Leeds United are my boyhood club (laughs) and we could get relegated so Um, me and him just the same but yeah I think I think the actual thing of having experienced relegation is almost good for him because he knows how things go wrong in relegation battles mm. and then he went to Malaga and they were tipped to go down their squad had been stripped and he finished twice in the top half with them and played good football and you know got really good results against bigger clubs 
I've written on the blog about them kind of bloody in the nose of Real Madrid and celebrating ruining their party, which I think is a good Leeds United trait. And also another thing I really like about him is that he seems to have loads of mates through his backroom staff. There's um, there's a photo of him accepting the Manager of the Month award at Watford and he's there with his coaching staff and there's loads of them. There's about 10 of them. And you go back to last season and Jesse Marsh was saying that they were having to do two or three jobs each extra that they shouldn't be doing the coaching staff because there just wasn't enough of them. It's like Redders and the Cones again, isn't it? So you just think having some people all hands on deck doing some work, I think should help. Are you suggesting coaches are a good thing in football? Yeah, mm. more, more of them. It helps, seems to help Bielsa, doesn't it? We don't know fully about the backroom staff yet, do we? No, it was... Phil Hayes said that he's a point in his own, mm. isn't he? And when he rocked up at Watford, I think he immediately came with four assistants. So you sort of think, do that at Leeds and just, mm. yeah, get some people actually on the training ground. Because it's just been, ever since the South BLC, it's been a mess on that front. It's been people coming and going and not really, you know, like I say, doing more than they should be, I think. Yeah, it felt like when Marsh came in, he didn't have any of his own people. So they just, it felt like we stuck an advert out and went, anyone fancy um, coming to do some some cones in that? Do some... <laughs> Is that, I mean, you are an expert coach, Michael. So obviously... What's involved in coaching just generally? You know, the bit I like doing, I, I like the bit where you bounce the ball off the thing and then the players volley it. That's my job. Oh, that's a special <laughs> little, the, the net thing. The, re, the Yeah, the rebounding net thing. That's Reba- my job. <laughs> Is that the technical? Yeah. So if you, if you want to get, get one of those, just type in rebounding net thing. Into Moving the um, the men for the wall. Yep. I'll do that. Yep. That's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes lay down behind it myself, even though, <laughs> even though, even though they don't jump. <laughs> I just like to be involved. <laughs> Um, Mikkel Antia. I'm going to take my hat off because it's quite warm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's distracting are, me as well. They are quite warm. Yeah. See, that's great coming into the spring months. Ooh. There we go. There's the head we know and love. Oh, I think the hair transplant is still in the hat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Mikkel Antia is the name that's been linked, former Rafa Benitez coach, isn't it? And I see that and I see Newcastle and I'm thinking of Vernon Anita because the letters almost look the same in the mm. same way that everyone's doing Garcia instead of Gracia initially when you write it. So we're getting Vernon Anita in? In short, yes. We need a left back. In short, yes. On the left-backs, it made me think, actually, weirdly, of this appointment on left-backs, because, you know, when you see Matt Target and Dan Byrne and just Premier League left-backs going, it feels like Gracia is almost like one of those obvious things that we could have just done. Yeah. <laughs> but generally, Leeds have tried not to do an obvious thing. Well, that's the thing, they've, the ownership are kind of desperate to be clever and edgy and a bit hipstery. But actually, the goal is to be a normal Premier League club. Mm. And as much as that doesn't necessarily excite me, for the time being, I think, acting like a normal Premier League club might help you do that. And, so that, and that's the thing, thing, when Radrazani, when we came up and he's saying, you know, within two to three years we want to be pushing for Europe, there was the desire almost now, looking back on it, with the aid of hindsight, to run before you could walk. And I think maybe that ninth, ninth place finish hoodwinked him a little bit. Yeah, it's always been there, I think, hasn't it, since we've been up. It's the, I mean, I, I got into slacking off the kits and stuff on a match ball, I can't remember. I was just annoyed about various things. Yeah. Just so, yeah. wildly swinging away at anything you could uh, find. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like, oh, don't stop trying to. No, you're right. Stop trying to do such complicated stuff. But you're right with the kits as well. Just give us some normal kits for a bit. Mm. Like the home kit, is, it's unspectacular, but relatively normal. But even then, like the the, the, home, the home kit is actually quite nice. But it's just, just that I wrong shade of yellow. Yeah, annoyance. And the, I mean, and again, people like getting annoyed at the training wear. Like I did ask to supply a, a bunch of random coloured training wear anyway. So you know, you're always going to get that. But people have been annoyed at kind of the orange stylings just because. It's an extension of the kit annoyance, isn't it? Yeah, and just and general, you can't do you can't do anything right. And general Leeds United annoyance, you know, we we came to accept the maroon, burgundy, whatever it was away kit because Rafinha was good in it. Yeah. So if so if Gracia can just sort the team out, sort the kits out, doing fine. Well, if he can win some games in that um, yellowy thing, the Stilton, the Stilton, it might it might prompt some sales. Are we going to play in it again this season? I'm trying to think who we've still got to play away from home. Um, we go to Chelsea. So no, we'll wear white. We'll wear white there with some change socks, won't we? Arsenal. Yeah, we'll wear it at Arsenal. One more, obviously, beat, beat them and deny them the title. That would be quite good. Is that what we? That is what we're reduced to, isn't it? Now just ruining, ruining well, parts. I mean, it's, I suppose, it's, again, it's right, one of the things we're good at. Yeah, writing about Javi Gracia in that game against Real Madrid this week. The reason I was interested in it was because going back to when we were just terrible in the Championship, often the, the very best days we had were pissing on other people's bonfires, mm. like stopping Watford getting promoted and going to QPR when they were celebrating it. So you sort of think, well, if that is all that's left in this season, <laughs> do you know what? It can be fun. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, we do have, it's worth saying, we do have something quite important to achieve this season as well. Yeah, yeah, it's quite, we need to stay up, don't we? If you're not aware of what you're about. I would do, yeah. yeah. That's what I'd go for. Just looking at it, I mean, obviously the kit question, we need to address that. That's the very, the thing everyone's talking about. We might wear it at West Ham, even though we've got no need to change because they're in blue shorts this year. Man City, I think we'd probably wear Sammy's pyjamas, the third kit. Mm. And we've got Bournemouth, that'll be all white. Fulham, maybe. But you suspect maybe we'll go for the... No, it's going to be the dark kit against Fulham. Black, black, orange, yeah. We've also got to go to Arsenal, we'll wear it there. Wolves will wear the home kit. And Chelsea will wear the home kit. So we're only going to see it maybe once, twice more at a push. Sad times. Will you be sorry, sorry to see it go? I'll see it. We'll see it on the bargain rail for many a years at, at the Ellen Road Superstore. It's one of those things that in years to come, it might end up as a cult kit. That Some people like it, in fairness. Mm, ch- children mainly. It would help that kit a lot more. Sorry if, if you bought it. We were way. playing well. And yeah, people would like to yeah. look at it fondly because it's been a dreadful season. People t- are sick of everything. That's the they? test, isn't it? It's always a, a bad... A kit always looks worse when the, the team's been bad. Yeah. Some kits you just picture Paul Butler in them or whatever and you go, well, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Watching stuff for the guide this week, I was just thinking, ah, oh, kits are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the guide, which guide to be clear? Because we just did the... Um, of course there is. Yes. We did We did just do the Michael Bridges one, but we've got one coming up on um, John Carver. Yeah, it's because you said Paul Butler. I just had a <laughs> impulse. Yeah, off, off the back of... Um, I'm not sure when it's going to come out this one because we've got a midweek game next week. But yeah, I was I was looking back at the um, the John Carver period. It does make you think, did we, did we get on the Scoobs hype train too quickly? I think it was always just willing him to be successful, wasn't it, in the absence of anything else? Mm. But really, it was a, a wing and a prayer, wasn't it? And he's got a fun name. John Carver wasn't called Scoobs, was he? He was John Concrete Carver, though, which was quite good. Michael Bridges himself has responded to our guide. He's uh, enjoyed listening to the podcast about it. Has confirmed, because if you haven't yet seen it, watched it, there was some discussion about him being in Ikea, because I bumped into Michael Bridges in Ikea shortly after that game. And he has confirmed that his uh, his hot dog technique, because we wondered, is he eating them north to south, as in the vertical approach? shoving The way you eat your hot dog. Yeah. If, like, you, if you're confused by Dan's description of it. Yeah, or do you go east to west? Because like, you remember his, his celebration of uh, it, almost like eating a con on the cob, uh, side to side, east west, that's what Moscow was proposing. Michael Bridges, happy to confirm, always north to south, with American mustard and tomato sauce on top. Let's get the old ketchup. I bet Victor Alter does it side to side. Mm. <laughs> to be different. To be hipster. <laughs> <laughs> which brings us back to, uh, to Javi Grazia and the Southampton game, which we'll, we'll preview in a few minutes. Do we know yet if we need to start some direct action against... Is it the Home Office who are processing the work permit application? Probably. I mean, they're very, they're very prompt at doing things. Are they? I mean, they, it is them. They hate mm-hmm. foreigners, don't they? So Yes, absolutely. Um, so what is the situation as far as you understand it? That Levi saw it. Don't they do this sort of thing? They do, actually. <laughs> so join us some of their, <laughs> some of their services. We've already done this one, Dan. Have we done this one? Well, we've done the we've done the plug, you know. Would would it fall under for you or for your business? Because they do offer both um, mm. both areas. Um, immigration, yep, for business. It's, Phil, we spoke to Phil. That's immigration. Ahead, ahead, of, no, 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 ahead of recording this, didn't we? And he seems to think it will be fine and it will be sorted. Yeah. It's just, hopefully it's in time. Mm. But, I mean, come on. He's doing training, isn't he? <laughs> I know it's because this is our podcast as opposed to the uh, the athletic one and on the athletic one we were kind of joking and saying ah oh, I wonder if they've been training indoors if he's been peering through the fence but <laughs> that's their podcast so we've got to be more grown up on think, that one do you think he's there with like, those glasses with the fake nose exactly, and exactly what he said, <laughs> said. Yeah. just someone speaks to him just I've been spending too much time with you <laughs> have you just nope I am um, Cameron Toshak just here to collect some things. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully he's he's had a chance to work with them, even if it's just to maybe they've just maybe they've just gone to vis- visit him in his hotel, had a little sit down and a chat. Nice to meet you. I'm just here from abroad, having a look around, mm. so on and so forth, and all that kind of thing. You imagine he's given them some direction on what he would like them to do at the weekend, which presumably is win the game. That's what I'd go for. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's. Um, he got the job, didn't he? Because he did that presentation and it contained lots of stuff about the Southampton game. So if you can just pass on the PowerPoint, yeah, they can just read that in the hotel and then we'll win. It'll be fine. Mm. That's that's basically exactly what I said. The PowerPoint. Oh, there we'll we get. go. Yeah, we've still got Je- we still got Jesse's PowerPoints as well. Which he didn't he didn't do one for each game. It was the same. I think it was just a single laminated sheet, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> with a big line down the middle. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear me, poor old Jesse. <laughs> we we should stop kicking him at some point. Wait, but, but you know. Give it, give it a little while first. <laughs> we, we can upset people. Did, did you discover um, in a more sustained way? Did you discover some uh, some shitty reviews? 
uh, about yeah. us from the wrong side of the pond. <laughs> yeah, Americans aren't happy with us on on um, iTunes. For taking the piss out of Pudge, is he? Who's been yeah. handsomely rewarded for it, by the way. Yeah, people, they're generally quite good reviews, but there's a, there are a couple of um, of angry ones from the United States. It tells you which country they're from. A couple, yeah. of, a couple of angry people from the United States. Well, we, say? Know, we know nothing about football. No, we know. That's the thing. <laughs> but not did Jesse. So. I mean, I've only been watching it for, what, 40 years now? Man and boy. Man and boy. But I know nothing about football. Interesting. You should have just appreciated it more. Mm. 21's won, didn't they? Without Scoobs. Won a game. There's been some, move- some movement in the coaching stuff there, hasn't there? Um, like Scoobs is not having it anymore. It's Paco Gallardo, isn't it? Yeah. Who, again, he only really rocked up, what, middle of autumn? Mm. Uh, and I don't even know if the club actually announced his appointment as like a youth coach. It was all in the Spanish press. But yeah, he's taken over, so... Poor old Pudgy, Michael Pudgeak, mm. is still the assistant. Is that what you know him as, Pudgy? That's what the players call him again, I think. It's like a Scoobs thing. It's mm. Pudgy and Scoobs. Pudgy, Pudgy and Scoobs. It's a great buddy movie, that. But it's good. Isn't it? Uh, so what happened there? Sorry, the 21s, it was 2-1. Ruta, Aronson, Perkins and Joseph all started. Good side. Little Brendan. Mm. I was back among the goals. Oh, great. Did you watch it? Yeah. I mean, they've not been winning, have they, for ages? No. Aronson scored a good goal. I thought he was all right. Kind of a good moments and bad moments. Mm. Um, Insofar as you're just getting minutes in the legs. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so he played the opening half along with Ruter and then Sam Greenwood came off, came on the bench, came off the bench and came on in the second half and was probably our best player, created mm. lots of chances, hit the bar with a brilliant effort from about 30 yards. But yeah, I thought Aronson did all right in the first half, got some minutes, scored a nice goal. About a minute later, he kind of danced through the defence and looked like he was about to score again, and then just completely fluffed his shot. Ruta, what did you make of him? <laughs> you're, you're, you're terrified about Ruta, aren't you? Because we've spent lots of money on him, because it just speaks to your character about spending money on stuff. Well, it just goes to show there was no need. Sam Greenwood was better, and he was like a million quid. <laughs> just by, you should have bought 35 of them instead. <laughs> Absolutely enormous squad. Can't put any of them in. Just none of them can play. He got a D team, trying to just give everyone some minutes. <laughs> the thing with the reserves is, you see from players we know playing in it that it's a lower standard like when you used to watch it and you'd see someone who would be criticising them in the first team someone like Tyler Roberts or Jamie Shackleton you'd watch them in the reserves and they'd look really good all of a sudden and Rutet didn't look really good He's like, I suppose with him and Aronson you would not have thought if someone had said to you there are two people on this pitch who cost 35 and 25 million pounds you would probably have gone is there? Hmm, I I just didn't really notice him. I think he dragged a shot wide early on and then mm. I didn't really notice him. There's, again, it's just getting minutes into him because I don't think he's mm. really fully fit. But yeah, you were watching it thinking, oh, it would have just been nice to see a little bit more from you. Mm. And it would calm people down a little bit. Whereas I think having a bit of a, like I say, not bad, but just a really quiet mm. evening wasn't what people needed to see. At Ellen Road as well, albeit it wasn't a massive crowd there. And also, it was Villa we were playing, wasn't it? And their forwards did kind of cause our defence a few problems. Mm. And I don't think that maybe helps uh, Leeds kind of have this dominant game of all the ball and all the chances. But yeah, it would have been nice to see a bit more out of him. And they are second in the league, playing top of the league. So Southampton top of the league, Leeds United second. It's the flip reverse of the Mm. Premier League, isn't it? The Premier League two. Second division, whatever it is. We did win. It's worth saying we did win the game because McGurk came off the... um... The bench had scored, mm. and scored himself. late on. Yes, and did appear to have dislocated his hip when he, <laughs> while scoring. But he was he, he did get up and look fine afterwards. Didn't there he? was a nice moment. He was interviewed on LUTV after the game, and he says, "Oh, I just did the splits." And I think it was the previous game. Charlie Allen had nicked a goal off McGurk, and it was Allen who set up McGurk for this winner. And apparently, Allen just walked up to him, and while McGurk was lying on the floor in loads of pain, pain he was just like, "There you go, you've got one back now." <laughs> <laughs> Needs to work on his flexibility, that boy. Yeah, um, so they're playing on Friday down at Southampton in the table topper. Mm. Yes, so we there is promotion at stake here mm-hmm. for us. Um, down the bottom of the league, uh, Derby County played 13, got one point. It's not going great from... <laughs> no, <laughs> not brilliant down the bottom there, is it's it? It's almost like there was some grotesque mis- financial mismanagement went on there mm-hmm. and decimated their entire setup. Ah, oh, well. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We um, get over it, don't Congrats we? to the women who were through to the semi-final of the County Cup. 5-1 win against Yorkshire Amateur. It was uh, Abby Brown, the hero again, hat-tricks in consecutive weeks. Flora's written a blog about it and Rick Passmore, the manager, I think he'd changed like half the team to try and give his squad players a bit of a run out. But Flora's saying how Abby Brown was just not having anyone go near her number nine shirt and just grabbed all the goals again. And then, yeah, they played last night 
Wednesday night in the league away at Stockport and lost 3-2. But Abby Brown again was in the goals. So she's got eight in four games now. Um, and then they're into another semi-final at the weekend in the plate. And that's Southampton. They won't go away, will they, bloody Southampton? <laughs> it's a weekend of Southampton. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Part two now then, as we look ahead to the Saints marching into town on Saturday. Are you excited? I'm quite looking forward to this. I don't know why. You know you're alive with these games, don't you? When everything's on the line and it feels like it's an absolute must win. This is, this is as Phil said on the Phil Hayes Show, this is what football's all about. We've had loads of must-win games, haven't we? I don't, I'm not sure we've won any so far this season <laughs> of our must-win games, which probably explains why we're in the bottom three. But this is a real must-win. It's not, it's not just that, look, we need to get something from this. This is a, If we don't win this, we are in, we're knackered. This is, this is everything on the line game. I mm, suppose. Forest felt must-win. West Ham at home felt must win. This is musty a win. Everton felt must get something from this is must win. This is sack the manager if you don't win. <laughs> this is try and avoid the, the the chance of going down. Win is this one because if we lose this, we are in. Well, it's it's as good as not done, is it? But it's a long, it looks a long way back, doesn't it? If, you, if you're losing at home to the bottom team who you consider yourself to be better than, which I presume they do at Ellen Road, then it is an awful long way back, Michael. I mean. I was I was kind of feeling quite settled down about this game, but now I've just heard you two talk about that and <laughs> kind of panicked. Um, it's just the, it's just the whole future of Leeds United on the line. That's all we're saying. It's, again, nothing changes. There's always sort of that. It's not though. Even if we go down, we'll be fine. We've been there before. We can come back up. It's all right. And I know that's easier said than done. It's always a an absolute mammoth task. But I'm not I'm not fearful of the Championship anymore. We know what it looks like. It's a dreadful place. Premier League's also dreadful. It's just the least worst option. Yeah, they're, they're both bad in different ways, aren't they? But let's try and stay in it for another year. Oh, hell yeah. Let's, let's cream that. <laughs> Just to see what happens. Maybe gr- grubby TV money in and hope that some sort of oil-rich state comes in with a dreadful human rights record <laughs> and buys our way into the top table. Yeah. Let, let, let's do that. Oh, God, I'm worried about it, I have to say. Stop it. You worry about everything, though. I'm less worried about this than I was the Everton game. The Everton game, I, even though they're terrible, but it was like the whole thing of going to their ground, they're really up for it. We've just had two difficult games against Scum. Whereas this, I, after the Everton game, I sort of convinced myself that we'd bottomed out and it couldn't get any worse. Mm. I suppose that's how I feel about this it, yeah. weekend. Will yeah. be a good test of that, and it, and it feels like we've shifted track as well a little bit. Like, okay, we bottomed out there on that route. Hopefully, mm. this is a, a slightly different paradigm now, and the Gracia era begins with something that's better than we saw before. It's got to be, hasn't it? It's got, it's got to be better than Everton. Well, it can't get much worse, can it? I think Everton is it was I mean, genuinely it the one of the worst performances I think of ever. I've ever seen from a Leeds team. In fact, it was, um, we'll, we'll come on to play ratings in Heroes and Villains, but it was the lowest rating, like from the average ratings of all the players, it was our worst performance of the season by a fair distance, actually. It was uh, 3.62 against Leicester, 4.15. So there's a bit, there's a bit of a difference there. Mm. And it, it was fair. It was that Having mm. said that, though, you, you probably have seen Leeds play worse about 20 times. Yeah, maybe. I suppose I've seen us lose heavily on several occasions. I suppose this felt like a game where realistically we should have been much better and I expected us to be better and then you turned up and it was just 
I think it's because you could see how bad Everton were as well. I think that mm. was the, the difficult thing to watch. It didn't feel like we were being picked apart by a team who were even having a vaguely good day. But, it felt like we were it felt like we, we were a nice elusive team that were also having a bad day. Take that as an example though, Michael, and run with it and see that against bad sides, of which we are admit, ad, admittedly one, you don't have to have that much in you to beat them. Okay. So if we yeah. if we can be Everton this week, if we can be Everton this week and Southampton can be us, fine. What do you mean? If, if they <laughs> what I, I mean like is some clarity. if they can be as shit as we were against Everton and we can just be slightly better then we'll be alright we'll win okay uh, oh. I mean, what I'm saying is can we adopt those roles can we reverse it that actually when you're down at this end of the table your football teams are generally quite bad we just need to be least worst on Saturday I get what you mean yeah does that make sense is that what we're aiming for well I mean to be honest any win, you, any win you take, don't you? With I mean, yeah, you you yeah, snap their arm off for 17th now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I was going to say, we're aiming to be the fourth worst team in the Premier League. That's all it is till the end of the season, though, isn't it? Like The way results have gone, it is almost a shoe out of, how many games is it, 15? 15 left yeah. now, yeah. It's weird how the defeat at Everton seems to have cut us off at the bottom. But actually, if we can win this, we do then bring back into play a whole group of teams above, don't we? We bring back, arguably, all the way up into Palace, looks like, in view, potentially, if we can, if we can get a win here. But if we don't, Christ, it's a long way back. And I mean, the weekend was dreadful as well for other teams winning. I know West Ham lost at Spurs, didn't it? Which was uh, did us a bit of a favour. But you know, we, we really could have done without Southampton. And, and it's only and Chelsea after this. They're terrible. Yeah, and, we, and we'll be organised and flying under Javi by then. I mean, hopefully, yeah. They it, it does look very toxic at Chelsea at the moment, doesn't it? Everyone, no oh, one seems great, no one seems it? very happy, despite the the enormous wealth of players that they've got there. Everyone's like. Well, they're playing all the wrong ones. They've hit the point where they're all just... I mean, we heard from the clips of propaganda, actually, didn't we, earlier in the week. They hate Potter. They hate what it is. Did you see him? They're just waiting for him to get kicked out now. Did you see the clip of a, of a stream that happened the other day where a man fired a shotgun out of a window? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it says, oh, I didn't realise I had the camera on. It's like, <laughs> so what are you doing? Just watch the man kill someone. <laughs> What's he doing? Can't fire a shotgun out of a window. By internet, eh? So it's wild, isn't it? Anyway... Yeah. Southampton though yes um, strengths shooting from direct free kicks very strong that's their only very strong th- um, so mm. we should probably avoid doing that it was last year the game at Ellen Road against Southampton where I can't remember which player it was in LUTV commentary it was either Forshaw or Bamford one of the ones that are always injured but he was saying when we gave away the free kick to Ward Prowse who then scored it he was like oh no you can't give away a free kick it's as good as a penalty and he kept repeating that line. And then whoever got interviewed on the pitch after the game was like, oh, we gave away a free kick. It's like giving away a penalty. <laughs> and they'd clearly been told in training all week, don't give away a free kick because it's like giving away a penalty. So yes, we just don't make any fouls on the edge of the box, basically. Mm. If we could show their players wide and foul them out there. They're going all Red Bull again though, aren't they? So they won't go wide. Mm. What if we make them? That's Javi's magic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but they've got um, Ruben Sellers in charge now, who's a, who's a sexy young man. Well, who would have thought this then, anyway? Weaknesses, their very weakness, defending against attacks down the wings. Who would have thought, etc. So, if we could use some wit. Finishing, though, finishing scoring chances as well, almost like it's a design. Yeah, yeah. Not a bug. And keeping possession of the ball. <laughs> God, this all sounds familiar. <laughs> like looking into a mirror, isn't it? Mm. Dear Lord. They have, Rodrigo aside, the same issue with us as well, in that they have strikers who don't really score goals. Ward Prowse with six is their top scorer, then Che Adams with four, a man we will be linked with forever. <laughs> not, not anymore. Do you not think? Nah, I think that ship's sailed now. Uh, just wait till we've loaned out Rutter and then we can uh, get Che Adams in. Fought for the championship campaign yeah. next season. <laughs> mm. So we know what we have to do. I mean, what encourages me about what Javi has said, I said that like he's my mate, but what he said, uh, what's been said in the coverage about him, him coming in was how they were impressed, the hierarchy with his breakdown of the the Chelsea-Southampton game and how Chelsea, sorry, beg your pardon, how Southampton managed to win that, how he's going to look to to set up against them, some of the weaknesses that Leeds have displayed in recent times. I mean, he might not be a football genius, but hopefully he's got enough to for us to be better than them. I am intrigued by what he does, because as much as there's been talk of, you know, he's 4-4-2 at Watford or even 4-2-2-2, part of his coaching at other places has just kind of been seeing what, the players are like when he gets there and having tactics that fit to them rather than being no you have to play to my style so it will be interesting whether he does change things around or kind of stick to a similar shape and a similar team to what we've had recently I wouldn't actually be surprised if it's very very similar to 
the previous two weeks. I think the difference is probably coming in really subtle ways. I mean, again, mm. I'm going to fall back on your coaching expertise here, mm. Michael, as always. Yeah, I'm sure you expected that. Is that it should just be those little tweaks of what to do in possession, yeah. where players need to run, you know, just little things to... So I sometimes I use the blue cones, sometimes the red cones. Yeah, I, just yeah. keep, I just keep them guessing. Yeah, kick it like towards that. that one. Those little ladders that you do the little steppy steps in. Yep, yeah, yeah. I sometimes put them 90 degrees, <laughs> change it, just change it around from keep it fresh. Yeah. Some of this coaching stuff. I just I find do. it works. Always well. Yeah. You've not seen one of my teams lose, have you? You're right, absolutely. Absolutely correct. Uh, but do you know what I mean in terms of just positioning under certain patterns of play, certain circumstances, yeah. give each other outlets. I think it was one of his former players was saying how they always knew where to pass the ball and where a teammate was going to be and that kind of movement and things like that, which is what we've not had since Bielsa. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to see, essentially. Some plan of what to do with the ball mm-hmm. rather than pump it down the middle or give it to Nonto, which yeah. have been the two plans since Nonto arrived. Because when we've been in possession this season up to sort of this point, what we tend to see is it getting kicked around at the back a little bit. Very occasionally there were spells when we actually looked like we knew what to do and get it into midfield and through midfield. Very occasionally. But unfortunately, most of the time it just looked like tapping it around at the back until somebody ended up slinging it forward to somebody else or hoping that a ball would get forced through. You know, one of those mad Diego Llorente passes that would go mm. up to the centre forward and it either would stick or wouldn't. Or so Because I occasionally still watch goals we've scored in the championship to, to make myself happy again. <laughs> And I did that the other night, actually. <laughs> and happy or sad, I'm not sure which it is. I think I said I said the other week, I watched that full, I think it's a 27-minute video of every promotion goal that we scored, yeah. and that made me happy and sad in equal measure, because yeah. I thought, what a great memory. Yeah, it's kind of like watching a wedding video when she's left you, right. and you've been like, oh God, it was a good day. <laughs> is, this, is that your feeling on your wedding video? But, but she's then, still there tolerating no, she's still, you. No, she's still there. Grimly enduring she's it. still there for now. <laughs> Oh, what, what's uh, Grassi's contract? Is it a flexible? <laughs> flexible, yeah. flexible contract. It's a flexible marriage. It's a flexible marriage. Uh, that sounds swingerish. Which is fair. To my knowledge, it isn't. That's a little bit pampas grass in the front yard, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Um, I can't remember where I was going now. Going completely oh, yeah. but watching, swinging again. Watching back on those goals, we used to score goals in a way that looked designed and constructed. Like there would, it would be a pass to him, a pass to him, a pass into midfield, Pablo does this, a wing overlaps there, we, the ball goes wide, it comes in, someone scores, whereas and it all, it goals all looks, this year are a bit more, yeah, it whatever. It's interesting, isn't it? Because that's one of the things I've taken away from it. And as time goes on, I'm starting to think what Scott, Scotty, Scott, Scott, Scotty, Scott, Scott, Scotty Parker mm. said about us playing in scripted patterns. He was right, wasn't he? Well, it was right, but it was good. Just he had no right to say it. <laughs> anyway, and he, he's shitting. Is it where is he now? Belgium? Noah Lang's angry at him, isn't he? Oh, is Stormed he? Stormed down the tunnel the other day, calling all his teammates something or other. How's he doing over there? Actually, I don't. Lots of draws, not many wins. I think it's like one win and six draws in seven or something like that. Oh, okay. He was managing in the Champions League, wasn't he, the other night? Yeah, yeah. That's not right, is it? No, no. Yeah, he's. Um, I'm just. I've just looked him up. Is yeah, he bruised, there are calls for him to be sacked. It's what the first thing I'm reading. So, good. <laughs> I mean, that was uh, even old Schroeder managed to do a job there, didn't he? At Bruges. At Bruges. Yeah. So, so, Parker's worse than Schroeder. So did Colin Farrell. That's true. Um, back to the game at the weekend. Michael, call it. Win, based on nothing. I just think we will win. I think... New manager bounce, Rob. Yeah, and the players have got it out of the system at Everton. Just can't be like that again. Play better. Southampton... Well, did, did they fluke it a little bit at Chelsea? Did Chelsea have a lot of chances? It's just Chelsea are terrible. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea did have a lot of chances. Ward Prowse did his free kick. Yeah. And, is... and lightning doesn't strike twice like that, we know that. Absolutely. The six free kicks or whatever James Ward Prowse has scored <laughs> this season. Uh, <laughs> suggest that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's all, he, has scored, he has scored six this year um, goals, but I don't know if they were all free kicks. I'm, I'm going to say this. Assume, yes. if, we, if we do concede a free kick on the edge of the area, again, referring to your expertise here, would you suggest we just put all 11 men on the line. It's an option. Or at least put men on posts because it, I know it creates a horrible amount of chaos where everyone just is just then pushes forward. Because mm. they can then sit behind the wall, can't but they? But given the yeah. alternative is just letting him have a shot yeah. over a wall that isn't effective because he can get it up and down really well. Mm. Don't know. I'll do that thing where someone runs back to the line. Who did we do that with in the last couple of years? Was it like Dan James or something? And he didn't couldn't quite reach it. I, can't, I might yeah. have made this up. No, I think, I think like you're that. right. I've but got... yeah, it was like we put the smallest player on the post and it just went over his head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, who's Get Willie Nonto on it. I mean, Willie Nonto was marking Connor Cody at the last mm. game, wasn't he? So who knows what madness will... You can only use the tools at your disposal. Willie Nonto could climb the post 
if that was going to be an option. <laughs> if he's not going to be able to reach it, you'll have to climb up the goalpost. I was going to suggest that. Can you scramble up the net like it was an army assault course? Maybe not. No. I think it's probably illegal. Well, you're not allowed to bang the crossbar anymore, are you? Like for a penalty kick, the crossbar's got to be still. Mm. Um, well, not to some of them are best of friends, so maybe they could be on each other's shoulders. Oh, like a coat a, over him. Yeah, <laughs> in a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, put them on the post in a trench coat. <laughs> We've changed our kits for this game. <laughs> Big trench coats. Well, that's, I think, some great footballing insight from this one. And if we don't win, it'd be fun and games at full time, won't it? Bloody will. In that West Stand. Tell you what. Victor Alta will win his way out. <laughs> <laughs> he really will. I think he'd probably, he'd probably try as well. Yeah, I don't think he'll say sorry. No. It's not, I don't, it doesn't seem to be his style. No. So you're, you're, you're going reluctant home win? Home win, less reluctant. I'd, maybe not that optimistic though. <laughs> Total blind confidence home win. 3 0. At least. At least <laughs> five, five, five nil, five, five. What? Let them have one. No, let's replicate. Let's replicate the seven nil. Okay, from the seventies. We're not asking too much of you, Javi, but just to rep- just to replicate one I of mean, the greatest ever Leeds performances. Imagine if we actually went out and spanked them five nil. What that'd feel like? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? They do have a nine nil in them, don't they? That's true. They've not done one this year, have they? Nine nil then. <laughs> I mean, seems a little <laughs> bit over the top compared to my seven nil prediction, Michael. But. Uh, no, I'd just, I'd just be happy with a win. I think we've got it in us. We're overdue a win. We're a side that should be winning more games than we have done. All that points towards a win. Yep. We do have to win eventually, don't we? Do we? Laura, it's Laura, so, Laura, Laura so, averages so yeah. long. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and we've got, we can't have the, the least wins in the whole football pyramid in any division or whatever it is that we are now. <laughs> well, I don't know, can we? I'm not happy with that, so let's change it. Yeah, okay. That's my logic. I'd accept 8-1. Yeah, it's the, it's the least I accept. Ward yeah. Prowse will score a free kick. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. if we if we can get eight, that's fine. Here in Yorkshire, we don't like waste. So with energy consumption front of mind these days, there's a lot of focus on conserving it and minimising waste. Boxed have loads of great advice on their website about how to use your heating system as efficiently as possible to help keep your energy bills down. Should you leave your heating on all the time or switch it on and off as needed? Boxed will help you answer that question and plenty more, and save you plenty of cash in the long run too. You could save up to £1,150 a year by upgrading to a new, more efficient boiler and using a Google Nest learning thermostat. Boxed, take away the hassle of upgrading your boiler to a brand new A-rated one. The process starts on the website, couldn't be easier. Installation is carried out by an expert qualified installer and is included in the price. 0% finance is available, subject to status. Boxed will give you a fixed, fair price in just 90 seconds. And as a listener to this show, you can save an additional £50 on your online quote by using the code TSB50. So just head to boxed.co.uk, that's B-O-X-T.co.uk, and use that code TSB50 to upgrade your boiler and save money now. We're into part three now. Uh, Heroes and villains, good and bad across the last seven days. First is the Ken Bates Villain of the Week Award. Uh, The candidates, the runners and riders, the board. Marshball gets a nomination. The players, Jackie specifically, Bamford specifically, McKenny specifically. Everyone and everything feels like a good catch-all there in the middle. Melier, oh me, specifically. What were you nominated for again? I put, did, did put this on the sheet, I can't remember. Oh, it's because of the, the stat, which I should re- say is it's an Optus stat. It's not mine, I just mentioned the Optus stat. You chose to repeat it. If you repeat something libelous, you're, you're on the hook for it. <laughs> it's not libelous though, is it? <laughs> and it's the same principle though. Teddy Lucic's missing hairpiece is suggesting that if any club could book the eight points from the first four games, bollocks. That's wrong. It's eight points from the first five. Huh? Who's the real winner? Yeah, eight points from five games, ninety-five percent chance of staying up. If ever there was, uh, if ever there was anybody, any club that could book that, come book this. That but he does say yeah. he does go and say. But in all seriousness, the board get right. these chancing frauds out of this club ASAP. <laughs> and Alexander wants to have a go as uh, generally all of us for for celebrating one point in two games. No, we weren't celebrating one point in two games. What we were doing is remarking upon improved performances. So back in your box, Alexander. <laughs> we're not going to award it to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Might give it to you though. <laughs> It should seem and finally Seamus Coleman I think he's actually he's going to be high up on the list for me not that many nominations relative to the board but I think there's a good shout there you definitely hate him I Rob. was going to say I'd nominate him I can't stand him well I don't know actually I never felt that strongly about him until Saturday or Sunday or whenever it was it's just it's one of those plays that whenever you look at the ref he's always in his ear mm. and he's got I know he's not scouse but he's got a bit of a scouse face he's <laughs> just been there too long is that, is that just evolved do you think yeah, this time think so. in the city and he's one of those kind of sums up a lot of the stuff that annoys me about the Premier League how Everton fans like the first six months of the season always seem to hate him and say he's rubbish and he needs to leave and he's too old and he's finished 
and then they'll get a new manager and they'll sort of have a bit of a bounce. It's like, oh, Seamus, he's our guy. He's been here for so long. We all love him. Think, oh, go away. Is he the leading candidate right now then? I mean, there's plenty of um, swear words attached to the nominations for, for the board. I mean, the board... Uh, Don't need to really get into all those. Everyone understands why. Yeah, I mean, the, the board absolutely walk it in terms of the nominations. I mean, it? one of the nominees here is, uh, nominators, sorry, is Scoob's Pubes, which needs to be mentioned just for that. Good name, good name. But um, yeah, the word mismanagement crops up a few times. Fetish Cl- as well. Clowns. Which, um, just talking about the Jesse Marsh fetish. Yes. Yeah, um, Marsh Ball, as you mentioned, gets a nomination for... Um, the game against Everton was a demonstration of what one year of Red Bull anti-football does to a team, which is fair enough, probably. Mm. Oh, what we had. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was great at the end of Bielsa, obviously, we have to give that but, caveat. But he did have three years in the bank of it really working and spectacularly well. So yeah. that's why that's why we liked that, and we didn't like this, because mm. it never produced anything, did it? No. I mean, uh, misbehaving when bathing sums it up when he nominates everyone and everything says I draw more pleasure from paint sniffing than from watching Leeds at the, mo- at the moment don't do that by the way and uh, Scrooge on a similar tip uh, nominates everyone but Eddie Gray I've been trying to get all of some lead paint <laughs> to, drink, to drink it <laughs> in recent weeks <laughs> just sanded old bits of skirting board in the house and the hope there's a bit still a bit in there just pray for some asbestos up in the roof I've got some asbestos I need to get, need to get rid of, actually. I mean, given your own DIY proclivities that you like to sort of tackle these things on your own, please don't do the asbestos on your own. You, do you know what? You actually can do it on your own. It's a sheet asbestos, and if you buy the correct masks and suits, you can do it yourself. Please get somebody in to do it. We'll see. It's Matt Leticia, I've been telling you this. <laughs> yeah, he says you can do it yourself. He said, he said uh, it's perfectly safe. You can, you can crunch it up as much as you like. <laughs> You can't. You absolutely can't. It's no. absolutely very dangerous. Yeah. So please don't do that. I should. Yeah. Well, I probably won't tackle it myself anytime soon. Anyway. If you leave, if you leave it in there, maybe put some gaffer tape over it for stuff. <laughs> gaffer tape will fix most. You do actually have to tape up the bags if you if you do bag it. You bag it yourself. Double bag it and tape it shut. Mm. That's best. Those tips there for you. There you go. Um, who's having it then? Is it Coleman or is it the board? I mean, we've not touched on uh, Melier just says our inescapable fate is the name's gone for it. it just says I mean come on and fair enough it was, it's it saved bad. us it's saved us a lot of times and again it, it goes but, back to the credit in the bank thing it's just that it's a very inopportune moment to have an error like that when we were all watching it we sort of went oh, oh, it's, oh it's in the mm, net yeah is it how's that got in there and you thought well it can't be Melier's fault because he was obviously far too wide but then you saw the angle from out wide yeah it looked bad didn't it yeah very bad as did um, Jackie's performance as did Bamford's performance Kenny as well Gets to mention, all fart, no poo, this fella. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the hard mark and pass the ball to a teammate. Uh, what do you reckon then? Come on. God. I mean, the board probably have to get it, don't they? Yeah. Particularly because they've... Have they, do- have they dodged it to the- this far? I don't know, actually. I mean, just in case they have dodged it, even though they probably haven't, let's just double make sure that they have. Yeah. Just give it to them. Yeah. And, and they, Particularly they, they, as, as it's just before Gracia's come in. Yeah. I mean, they, should, they could have just appointed Grassi you know, a couple of weeks ago, haven't they? Or indeed a couple of months ago, if that's what they were going to do. Or maybe even a year ago. <laughs> yeah, it's not been a great year for him. No, it hasn't. And this is your reward. Congratulations. No, your real reward comes at the end of the season when you get the managers in the championship. Right, so player of the year, you were saying before, Michael, um, in one of the previous parts that it's the lowest average score of the season, this one. An average of 3.62 so lower the team. Lower than the Leicester game. Uh, our star performer was Junior Furpo again, five point two, a glorious five point two one out of ten, with a steady scale all the way back down to Jackie Harrison, who uh, got the wooden spoon with one point seven five out of ten. You don't tend to get that in the YUP, do you? Graham and his made up, uh, made up numbers. I mean, people are, wherever you put a player rating, people are furious about them. There's always someone who says, "Ah, oh, you're watching a different game to me." But we, uh-huh. well, we average this out over hundreds, if not thousands, of votes. So yeah, this is a it's a quantitative. Survey, isn't it? Yeah, and um, Scoob's in the gang, right bang in the middle at 3.63 out of 10. I mean, it's, I think it's probably fair to say that had Jesse Marsh put that performance out, he would have received a score of less than one. Mm-hmm. But I think people are still... That's because you hate him, because he's American. <laughs> Not me, people who submit scores. That's because they hate him, because he's American. <laughs> well, as shown by um, Brendan Aronson's score, 3.15. Right. Um, player of the year, Nonto out in front still. Tyler Adams second. Max Verber now in third place. And Melier... Same is injured. Melier, Melier dropping down but his score won't get diminished will it that's true I suppose yeah it's weird on the player of the year thing because I I sort of feel player of the year is Tyler Adams 
right. but it's Willie Nonto. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you might feel it's Tyler Adams, but you're wrong. Because it's Willie Nonto. Because it's Willie Nonto. I think um, since Willie's come into the team, has there been anyone better? I know Tyler's been pretty consistent all year, but... Yeah, I suppose it's because Willie gets to do the fun stuff, doesn't he? Mm. Whereas Tyler Adams has to just grind along in midfield. Do you know what? I mean, listen to your argument there. I think you're right, but you're also wrong. It's fair enough. Give it, give it to the fun player. It's mm. fair enough. So it tends to work, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. On to um, the Hero of the Week award. We but don't, I, but we I, will, don't. I will say, Junior Fittipos, his recent scores have got him climbing. He's now from the bottom up player of the year and stroke manager. Jesse Marsh down the bottom. Urente at uh, Rote, sorry. Matteo Joseph, Joel Robles, who I don't think he's done anything wrong, but there he is. Harsh. Cody Drame, Junior Furpo. There you go. I think Junior Furpo's out of the relegation zone. However, yeah, all, that's decided. All, all, all the people at the bottom are just literally the bit, uh, bit part players, apart from Ruter, who's only just come in and he's yet to make an impression, and Paul Diego, who's out on, uh, on loan at Romo at the bottom there. Um, right. Hero of the Week Award. Gitano Baradi, Hero of the Week Award. Awful week. Yeah, I didn't put all the people who nominated nobody because. Is it lots? It was, it was by far the leading candidate um, based on nominations. Hitchin Mike has said, no one, burn it down, burn it all down, which was actually the name of this week's uh, Propaganda Extra episode. Something along the lines of burn it all down, burn it to the ground. That's how we all felt, didn't we, this week. Uh, Very nihilistic. Junior Furpo. I mean, he definitely received the the bulk of nominations. Um, Alice was was nice about him. He said, genuinely looked so good recently and deserved to start the game. He's a ray of sunshine in the relegation storms. That was actual praise. A lot of the other praise for was things like somehow has been the most consistent player in the last few uh, in the last few matches. Yet surprisingly, yet again, probably our best player, even avoided picking up a yellow card. Um, I like the uh, the enthusiasm of no one or Furpo. Fuck it. <laughs> There's also uh, Will Train's um, comment is Furpo 2.0. Thanks to Max Verber for the positional upgrade to his software, which uh, which tickled me a bit. So um, he's got a good number of nominations. Uh, elsewhere, we got Nonto Adams. Scoobs gets a few. Rafinha for his goal and assist against the scum. Bielsa, oh, you're longing after a past love here, aren't you? With those nominations. The referee gets one, which is rare. In fact, it, it, the referee score was right in the middle of our player ratings because the, the dickhead ref is also someone who gets um, gets a rating every match and he was better than a lot of our players in this game, mm. which probably speaks volumes because... <laughs> Referees tend to get about three as, the, as, a, as an average score. I was going to say, in terms of peripheral figures, the kit man. Scoob's not a scapegoat, wants to nominate the kit man because at least all the players had shirts. Can't think of anyone else who put in a better performance this week. That's how bleak a week it has been. Um, Aileen gets another nomination as well. I mean, none of them really. There, there were no heroes, were there? I, I'm prepared to not award it this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, do, we, do we let Furpo have it? No, did he not win it last week? I was going to say, you were... You were... Tempted to give him it last week. When, and he, yeah, and, and the goal that Coleman scored came down Furpo's side. He wasn't the one chasing back, admittedly, but maybe he should have been. Mm. The, the fans was the other standard fallback up option where people just say, you know, for going and that. Yeah. <laughs> or death. The blessed relief of death. Yeah. Comes to us all, doesn't it? I'm still alive. So mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not, that's not having it. Ra- no. Rafa's a good shout. A goal and assist against Scum. I'm not. I'm just not feeling in a charitable mood for anything like that. He got very. Um, he got taken off not long after and got very angry and started punching the seat on the bench in front of him, even though there was a teammate sat on it who was kind of doing his best to pretend it wasn't happening. He apologised, didn't he, for being a naughty boy? Yeah, although Xavi said there was no need to apologise and even said uh, he can call me names if he likes. I don't know if Xavi's <laughs> into that kind of thing. But, um, do we give it to Gracia? He's turned up, hasn't he? This was, this, these nominations were all post-Everton. For being daft enough to accept the job. He's taken it. I think he deserves some credit for that. It's made me feel better this week, him getting the job. Yeah, me too. The sense that somebody's in charge of something. Mm. Mm. And someone with something of a CV, albeit a bit, albeit kind of in for, in for a year at a time in the main, but at least he's, he has experience of coaching people. And this feels like the safest week to give it to him because we've got absolutely no Legion United related data about him. Yeah, all I've watched was a video of him being interviewed at Watford and he seemed nice. Yep. Yeah, everything I've read about him I do like, but that's without having actually seen him in charge of Leeds United. Not seen one of his product. dreadful teams. Yeah. <laughs> have have Gracia for being a nice bloke. Yeah. And that's the best we've got. Yeah. I mean, he's and not, he might, he's and not... he might cheer him up as he sits in his hotel room on his laptop <laughs> waiting for an email about his work permit. <laughs> Watching a stream. His goal's been closed down, hasn't it? Uh, yes, I believe it has. It seized the domain. So he can't even watch that, can he? Blessed relief and all that. I think they've successfully stopped all streaming now mm-hmm. which is good news for the authorities well done lads 
Well done. Uh, that's interesting. I was prepared to, to award it to no one, but we're definitely going for Gracia. Yeah. Yeah. Someone should have it. Yeah, let him have it before we tear him to shreds next week. <laughs> Maybe actually, if we do go down, that's the week that we can keep it back for nobody. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. All right. So well done, Javi. Welcome. That's the, the best we can offer you in terms of a welcome. Is a prize before you've even started. A tro- first trophy. First trophy. Under Javi. Of sorts. We'll even send you a, a Nanto mug if you want. Because we'll have a warehouse full of them we can't <laughs> shift in the summer. <laughs> uh, again, somebody, I think, I think it is Pete who's, because uh, you, you tweeted out, Michael, didn't you, that the, the mugs were back in stock a little earlier on. And Pete's just tweeted back saying, just as he goes off the boil. <laughs> he's not off the boil. He's off the boil. He's just not at the ball. But you, 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 but you can put your kettle on boil, can't you? You can. It's only how long ago since he scored that goal against Scum? It was Two like games. Yeah, and days. That's not many, is it? Because he was... might, might as well retire. He's that useless now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so well done, Javi. Good luck. Please, really, please sincerely, be... good luck. Yeah, really. Yeah, and please don't be shit. That's all. <laughs> but best of luck. Stick with the good luck. <laughs> <laughs> had, had we nailed, we'd nailed it before. I think so. I think I'm done. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, Abby. We'll speak to you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.